0: Something I've always struggled with when playing on a Magicka Dragon Knight is dealing with their poor sustain and low mobility. So I wanted to make a build that somewhat alleviates those pain points without stripping away the Dragon Knight's identity. This is a light armor build using a destruction staff and restoration staff. It has very good burst damage, very good sustain and pretty decent mobility. It's a pretty simple build, but it's very effective. And I think it's a lot of fun. It does require that you be pretty comfortable with light attack weaving and bar swap canceling. This things very important to really all builds, but especially this one. And this particular version of the build does use two crafted sets, so if you're going to use the exact same setup I'm using here, there's going to be some jewelry crafting involved, which isn't a big deal for everyone, but for some people it is. But there are a lot of alternatives that will give similar results. This is a non-CP build, it's great for battlegrounds, either solo or in groups, and it also works really well in open world Cyrodiil. For my race, I'm a Breton, mainly because they have really good sustain and some other good passives as well. For my Mundus Stone, I'm using the Atronach for even more Magicka recovery. I'm using standard Tri-Stat food and standard Tri-Stat potions. Here's a look at the stats, and for anyone listening to the audio-only version of this, I'll put a link to the UESP build in the description so you can check that out for a closer look at the stats if you want. But just to cover the basics, our Max Magicka is at 25,000, Max Health is at 24,000, Max Stamina is 15,000. Our Magicka recovery is about 1300, which sounds low, but as we'll see, that's actually more than enough. Our fully buffed spell damage is just short of 3500, and our spell critical is an even 30% on the front bar. Quick overview of the gear, I'm using Bloodspawn for my monster set, and I'm using Torig's Pact and Seducer for my two five-piece sets. I'm wearing five light, one medium, one heavy, all impenetrable, and I'm using tri Glyphs on all the body pieces. You could totally get away with just Magicka Glyphs if you don't want to spend the gold on the tristats. And on the Jewelry, I'm doing all three infused, all three with Spell Damage Glyphs. And for my weapons, I'm using an Infused Flame Staff with a Flame Glyph on the front bar, and an Infused Resto Staff with a Weapon Damage Glyph on the back bar. Let's start with Toregs Pact. The 2-4 through four piece bonuses seem perfect for a Magicka Dragon Knight. It gives us spell damage, maximum health, and armor. All things that are useful for a Magicka melee brawler. And the 5-piece bonus is really interesting. It increases the potency and reduces the cooldown of your weapon enchantments by 30%. And if you compare that to the infused weapon trait, that increases the potency by another 30% and reduces the cooldown by 50%. So if you combine those together, you have a 60% increase in your glyph potency and an 80% reduction to the cooldown. So The result is your weapon glyphs end up being among your most powerful tools. Your flame glyph hits almost as hard as your whip and it fires about every other light attack. This is often my number one source of damage when I review the numbers in combat metrics. And the weapon damage glyph on the back bar gives us 587 spell damage. This is where a significant portion of our spell damage comes from it's easy to proc, easy to keep up 100% of the time, uh, as long as your light attack weaves and your bar swapping is pretty consistent. I think Seducer is often seen as a beginner set, but I actually think it's one of the best sustained sets in the game. It gets somewhat underappreciated. Especially as a Breton, it stacks very nicely with the Magicka Mastery passive. It's a combined total of 17% cost reduction to all of our Magicka abilities. Plus, once we factor in our Combustion passive, which gives us Magicka whenever we set enemies on fire, and our Battle Roar passive, which gives us resources whenever we use an ultimate, we have quite a lot of sustain that doesn't show up here on the stat sheet. Another good option is Lich, which is also a very good sustain set, but I do prefer Seducer for this build because I feel like it's more reliable. There's no proc, it's always active, and I just feel like I get more out of it. But if you'd rather use Lich, that totally works just fine also. And it's hard to get away from Bloodspawn as a Dragon Knight. I've tried a lot of different monster sets, but at the end of the day, Bloodspawn is simply the best monster set for a Dragon Knight most of the time. I need the Resistance because we spend a lot of time in our enemies' faces, I need the Ultimate because it's a big component for our damage and sustain, so it's just hard to get away from this set, it's the best choice for most Dragon Knight builds. And on my front bar, on my Fire Staff, I'm using a Flame Glyph. As I mentioned earlier, this is where a significant portion of our burst damage comes from. And I'm using a Resto Staff on the back bar because we need to be using a two-handed weapon so that we get the full potency out of our Weapon Glyph. Uh, since we're relying on Torig's pack so much for our outgoing damage, we really need to make sure we're using a two-handed weapon. That's why we're not using uh, Sword and Shield for the back bar. Let's talk about the skills. For my main spammable, I'm using Molten Whip, and this is also the main burst ability that I'm trying to pull off as part of my combo. Um, So it has that stacking effect. Whenever you activate a different Ardent Flame ability, you build up a stack of Seething Fury and an extra 75 spell damage for five seconds, uh, and then that can stack up to three times. So you get all three stacks, and basically your whip deals double damage. Uh, Or actually probably a little more than double damage because you're getting that extra spell damage at the same time. Um, So this hitting uh, at the same time as our glyph proc from Taurig's Pact and all of our dots ticking on them at the same time, it hits very, very hard and often will be the finishing blow. I'm using engulfing flames for the damage over time and the fact that it makes me do 10% extra damage to anybody that I hit with it. It also makes a very good anti-stealth tool and it's an ardent flame ability so every time i use it i'm building up one of those molten whip stacks i'm also using burning embers again for the damage over time and also for the big burst heal that it gives whenever the ability expires or when it gets recast you want to be sure and try to keep this active on enemies at all times and it's another ardent flame ability so whenever we use it again we're generating another seething fury stack from our molten whip. I'm using Empowering Chains as my gap closer. I like this ability because it gives me Empower after using it. Since my Light Attack Weaves are already so very strong in this build, this is just adding even more potency to that, which is pretty nice. The Major Expedition is also pretty nice, and it's also another Ardent Flame ability, so it generates another Seething Fury stack. Cauterize is a really strong heal over time. It can apply to me or my teammates. It also gives me Major Prophecy while slotted, which increases my spell critical rating. And it's another Ardent Flame ability, so again, when I use it, I'm generating more Seething Fury stacks. And for my main front bar ultimate, I'm using Ferocious Sleep, best ultimate in the game. It deals a whole bunch of damage, it's an AoE, it functions as a gap closer, Uh, it also gives me a huge damage shield when I use it, I can use it defensively or offensively, Uh, it's a really great ultimate. So as you can see, aside from our ultimate, every ability on our front bar is an Ardent Flame ability. So almost everything we do on the front bar is generating those Molten Whip stacks. So we're gonna get those big, juicy, double whips quite frequently. On the back bar, of course, I'm using Fossilize for my main stun. I'm using Blessing of Restoration for my main Burst Heal. I'm using this instead of my Class Burst Heal because I like to be able to heal my teammates as well as myself. Plus this one's a little bit cheaper anyway. Using Race Against Time for the Major Expedition and Snare Removal, this ability really is the key for making a Dragonite feel good to me. I really uh, started finding my groove with this build as soon as I slotted this skill. I've tested this ability against Protective Plate lots of times, and Protective Plate can be nice to have in certain situations, but really at the end of the day, I'd much rather have the Major Expedition than the Reduced Damage Against Projectiles. It just seems to come in handy a lot more often. I'm using Igneous Weapons for my Major Damage buff. This basically just enables me to use Tristat potions instead of Spell Power potions. Uh, I'm using the Igneous Morph because it lasts 54 seconds, so I don't have to recast it that often and it helps me with Sustain quite a bit. And of course we have to have our Major Armor buff, so I have Volatile Armor. This also deals damage in a 10 meter radius, which is a pretty huge radius, which makes this a really great anti-stealth tool. If you know that there are some invisible blades in the area, Uh, you can spam this a few times and keep them pulled out of stealth pretty easily. For my back bar ultimate, I'm using the Resto Staff Life Giver Ultimate. Between this ultimate, the Blessing of Restoration ability, and Cauterize, we actually can make a pretty effective healer in a pinch when we need to be, even though we're not really specced for it. For the main offensive combo, you first want to make sure that you are always Light Attack Weaving. Uh, You want to gap close in with Empowering Chains, then put your two dots on them, Engulfing Flames and Burning Embers. At that point, you already have all three of your Seething Fury stacks, but don't use them yet. First, swap to the back bar and do a Light Attack into a Fossilize. That gets your back bar uh, Weapon Glyph procced. Then swap to the front bar and hit them with the Big Molten Whip. Or if Leap is ready, hit them with Leap, then Molten Whip. If they're almost dead, then just keep spamming Molten Whip to finish them off. If they're not almost dead, then just start the same combo over again. I like to use Empowering Chains as part of the combo every time because that Empower makes me a little bit more bursty and that Major Expedition just makes me a little bit more difficult to target. And I think that brings us to the end of the video. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have anything you'd like to share or ask, feel free to leave a comment or email me at catsparrowhawk gmail.com. In the meantime, good luck out there.